Story twenty three of Maoriland Fairy Tales by Edith Howes. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. Story twenty three Tama and His Wife. Tama grew into a man with an ugly face but a kind heart. It is a great blessing to have a kind heart, for then people forget the ugliness of the face in loving the goodness of the heart. Through his kindly ways, Tama was able to win one of the most beautiful wives in the country. His wife loved him. His children adored him. Though so ugly, he was perfectly happy. But an old companion called Tute, who had years before rowed away to another land, came back to visit Tama. He was handsome, but he had a bad heart, so bad that he carried off Tama's wife in his canoe and took her away to his own country. Tama was hunting in the bush, out of hearing of his wife's cries for help. When he returned, the children ran sobbing to tell him of Tute's treachery. Rage and grief beat together in the husband's heart. I will go to punish Tute and bring back your mother, he said. The children held his arms. Tute left a message for you, they said. The words were these. Tama cannot follow me, for I have sung a magic spell. Forced by my power, everything on sea and land shall hinder him. All brambles, thorns and nettles of the bush shall hold him back. All storms and monsters of the sea shall rise against him. Don't go, or we will lose father and mother both. No magic power shall hinder me. No dangers can drive me back, said Tama. But he said more, the children cried. His words were, In an ugly face lies no power against me. This is my safety. Tama's heart sank low, but at last he said, I will journey first to fairyland to seek for beauty. Then I will bring your mother home. Placing the children in a sister's care, he started on his journey. The road to fairyland was long and dangerous. But he travelled fearlessly. Halfway he met a snow-white heron. I go to fairyland, said Tama. Is the way clear? You will never reach that country said the heron. The way leads through a long dark passage guarded by two evil spirits. They will not let you pass. Yet you have passed them, questioned Tama. Well, I flew over their heads. Lend me your body that I may also fly above their heads. He told the heron Tute's treachery. Roused to pity, the bird agreed to help. He lay down in the bush and slept. Tama made himself small, crept into the white bird body, and flew off with it. Coming to the dark passage, he passed safely over the heads of the evil spirits. Past the passage were mountains. High over these he flew till he came to a beautiful lake lying in their midst. Here was fairyland. He dropped to the shore of the lake. The fairies gathered round him, asking, What brings Tama here? They knew him, even in the heron's body. He told them of his loss. 
I come for beauty that I may regain my wife, he said. Draw fine patterns on me that I may be as beautiful as you, he begged. Certainly, they said. He stepped out of the heron's body, and they drew fine spiral patterns on his skin. He viewed himself in the clear waters of the lake and saw that he was handsome. It is good. You have my thanks, he said. Heated after his long journey, he dived into the lake to swim. When he stepped out, he found to his dismay that all the lines had been washed off his skin. Oh, why did you wash? the fairies cried. But I need patterns that will not come off in the water, Tama said. Oh, we cannot make them, said the fairies. For those you must go to the next fairyland. Entering the heron's body again, Tama flew on. More mountains, another lake, he had found the next fairyland. He told his tale to these fairies. They promised to make patterns that would not wash off. But you must be ready to bear great pain, they said. These patterns are pricked in. I will bear any pain to win back my wife, said Tama. He lay on the ground while the fairies tattooed his body. The pain was dreadful. Tama all but fainted, but he would not cry out. He has a brave heart, said the fairies. When the beautiful spirals were finished, he bathed in the lake, but found no water would wash off these patterns. The fairies were so pleased with him that they taught him a charm to use against Tute's magic. He flew back to where the heron's soul slept in the bush, returned the white body so kindly lent, and set off to find Tute's country. Now Tute's magic began to show its power. All brambles, thorns, and nettles of the bush gathered in Tama's path tearing at him with their hindering hands. His handsome face and loudly chanted spell forced them to draw aside and let him pass. Thick forest rose and barred his way. The charm cleared a path for him. Even mountains fell away before its power. His heart grew light with thankfulness and joy. He reached a little village by the sea. Here he told his story and begged for help. The kindly people lent him a canoe and men to cross the sea to Tute's land. Tama took with him in the boat ashes from the village fires and a heap of boards. When well out to sea, Tute's magic power sent fierce sharks and monsters of the deep. They gathered round the boat to devour its crew. Throwing out the ashes he had brought, Tama darkened all the water round them. The ashes gone, one by one the boards were flung into the sea. These the monsters seized with their great teeth. While they fought and struggled over them, thinking they were good to eat, Tama and his men escaped. Now Tute's storms rose up. The great waves almost dashed the boat to pieces. But Tama sang his charm until the storm waves died into the sea. So at last he came safely to Tute's land. Looking from Tute's doorway, 
his wife saw Tama rowing up the harbour. She rushed to meet him. Husband and wife could scarcely speak for joy. The people standing on the shore stared at Tama with amazement in their faces. Tute told us he was ugly, they said. He is now handsome. Come, tell Tute he is here. They found Tute and told him, but Tute refused to believe them. It's impossible, he said. If Tama tried to come, all the brambles, thorns and nettles of the bush would hinder him. If he passed those, the forests and mountains would stop him. If he passed those, the storms and monsters of the sea would stop him. It is impossible for him to pass my guards. He sat in his home, refusing even to look out towards the harbour. After some time, however, he missed Tama's wife. He called her, but she did not answer. He looked for her, but she was not to be found. At last he rushed down to the beach to see if Tama had really come. He was too late. Tama and his wife were far across the sea. End of story 23 Recording by Maria Brooke, New Zealand